This is Harry Murray in Murray's Flash Up in Edinburgh, Virginia. Let's look at the trout fishing and the smallmouth bass fishing that we're expecting in January. Now, many of the large trout streams and the delayed harvest streams are being stocked regularly with very big trout. Some of these rainbows are over four pounds, so it's well worth going after. Now, one of the most popular techniques is to fish nymphs below the riffle. Some of these rains that we've recently had are flushing the nymphs out of the riffles and the trout right below them are feeding like gangbusters. In order to give myself an edge, I like to try to match the nymphs that are in there. Now, we have stonefly nymphs, we have mayfly nymphs, and we have caddis larvae. So I like to use a fly that would match each of these separately. My favorite of the stoneflies would be the Murray's Dark Stonefly Nymph in about a size 12. Now on the caddis, I like that Murray's Caddis larva in about a 14. Then when I'm going to get into the mayflies, the Mr. Rapidan Beadhead uh, Nymph and the uh, Murray's Professor are just super duper mayfly imitations. Now the tactics I use on fishing nymphs for these stock trout at this time of the year is dependent upon the size of the stream. For instance, a lot of the streams are going to run smaller than 30 feet. So if, if I'm fishing a stream that's 30 feet wide or less, I'm going to fish these patterns that I just described upstream dead drift. Now that means I'm trying to let my fly drift back down the stream just as if it had gotten washed off the, the stream bottom and came rolling down through there. Now strike detection there can be a little touchy because in this case we're going to try to see it. Now you, let me say that again. Upstream dead drift, you're not going to try to feel that strike. By the time you feel it, you miss the boat. So upstream dead drift, it's drifting back to you, and you're going to try to see that strike. Now, what I like to use on that is the new Murray's uh, Trout Nymph Leader. We build two SA indicators into that, and that helps tremendously. And I'll enter, let's say a pool maybe 100 feet long. I'll enter just above the riffle that leaves that pool, fish upstream dead drift all the way up to that riffle. Oh, a hundred yard, a hundred foot pool, my gosh, take me over an hour to fish that thoroughly. I'll wade upstream and fan my cast back and forth across as I wade up. So take your time and cover that thoroughly. Now, suppose the stream's more than 30 feet wide. All right, then I'm going to enter that stream right below the riffle, going in right below that riffle. I'm going to cast across stream, still using these same same flies, cast across stream and just strip it back real, real slowly right along the stream bottom. And sometime I'm going to, I'll even use a sink tip three line on that. But the slower I can swim them and the deeper I can keep them, the more trout I'm going to catch. And I'll wade slowly down through there, and each cast is a little further down, a little further down, but I'm swimming it across. Now, the great thing about this is you're going to feel this strike. 
unlike the upstream dead drift where you've got to see the strike, when you're swimming these guys across stream, you'll feel that strike. Then set the hook real quickly. I like to use both a line hand strike and the rod lifting because as soon as he's got it in his mouth, he knows he's goofed. You got about a second, a second and a half till he spits it out. So set that hook quickly and then you got your nice trout. But as I say, we're, we're, we're getting some guys getting some pretty good fishing. All right, let's look at the bass fishing. Now, I have some friends that just insist on fishing for bass year-round. They'll go to the river to try to fish the, the deep pools. They're looking for water that's five to seven feet deep. Now, this you're going to be floating the river for most of this. There are some places I can show you. Uh, come in here and I'll go over the maps with you and show you. There are places you can wade and get into fishing in water that deep. But basically, you're going to do better on floating the river on through the uh, with situations like that. Uh, these boys just go from one deep pool to the next and try to cover every, every inch of that deep pool. Some of these pools will be, let's say, something about the size of a tennis court. They'll anchor the boat at the upstream end of that and use a fly like the Murray's tungsten conehead and an olive color. Uh, the uh, Magnum Hog Sucker and the Magnum Creep Job, both of those in a size 4 are real good. Sink Tip 3 is going to help you cover all that. So they're drifting along in their boat. They see a deep hole coming up. They'll anchor the boat upstream of the pool itself. And then they'll fan their cast through that entire area. Then pick the anchor up a little bit, slip down maybe 10 feet, and keep on covering it. But this is a very, very effective technique. Now, you're not going to catch as many fish as you caught in the summer. But you've got a good chance of catching some right large fish. So take advantage of this. If I can help you find these places, just stop here in the store, and I'll be glad to go over the maps with you. This is Harry Murray at Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Just stop in, and I'll help you any way I can. Thank you very much.